0: Welcome back! Good to have you. Thursday edition of the Bill Michaels Show. Today's a good day. During the last commercial break, I ran downstairs, just opened the door, warmer weather, a little bit of a breeze, but nice. Just you could just you could just smell it smells like something. I don't know what it is. It doesn't smell like Christmas yet, I'll tell you that, although my house smells like pine because I brought the Christmas tree in and started working on it a little bit yesterday. We're going to decorate it tonight. Don't have any time over the weekend. The weekend's crazy packed. We got a dinner on Friday, going to the Bucks game, and uh, I, it's kind of cool. I get to go as nobody. I mean, I don't have to do anything. I just get to go. Uh, Kristen's you know, bank has taken some customers and, and some of the bankers and such and their spouses and so I get a chance to tag along. I don't have to do anything, be anything. I, I can just load up on food and sit in a seat and not talk to anybody. It's just I can't wait for that. Uh, and then obviously on Sunday we've got the Packers game. So tonight is a tree decorating night tonight. Have you uh, have you put up a tree yet this year, Grant?
1: I put up our family tree Friday after Thanksgiving last week. Okay. Uh, with my siblings, with my mom. I have a little mini light-up one in my apartment that's kind of nice, but that's about it. That's probably all I'll put okay. up.
0: Yeah. Yeah, we, uh, we put the, the bigger one up yesterday. I got it up. I, well, I told you about that, and then the lights and stuff on it, and you let it settle. And Although I will say this, I uh, put it in the stand yesterday, filled the stand, I mean, beyond, or two days ago, filled the stand yesterday beyond the brim. Like it was just ready to run over with water. I came down this morning, and I couldn't see all the way to the bottom of the uh, of the tree stand, but it, it, normally it takes me like a half a jug. I've got this big... Uh, this old Simply orange juice jug that I use to fill it up. And usually it's about a jug a day, maybe three-quarters of a jug a day. Today it took two and a half, and I don't know if it went all the way down. I hope it didn't because if it, if it got dry on the bottom overnight, then psh, the tree's screwed, and by the end of the week it'll be, you know, all the needles will fall off. But, uh, yeah, I got that up last night, filled it up this morning, and then doing the decorating. Tonight's going to be build a fire, turn on the Thursday night game, a little bit of Amazon Prime, and then decorate the tree. I don't know if I'm going to be nogging it or not, but tree decorating is definitely in the uh, in the future tonight. I, I will say this. I know I'm going to do at least one of those Caramel Apple Cider Boys. That, that's coming tonight. Can't wait for that. Uh, 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670 if you want to hit us up. That's the phone number. Uh, this hour, pretty much wide open. We're going to do some buy or sell coming up at the bottom of the hour. Going to hear from some of the uh, players inside the locker room coming up in the next segment of the program. Then we got some what do we miss, and then we're out of here. That quick will be done. But I wanted to get back to uh, a couple of things that we were discussing. Uh, this one is from Mike. Mike says, no way, capitalize, no way right now am I going to consider an extension for Jordan Love. Let him prove that he can handle the rigors of the NFL and get through the entire season. If he continues to grow and excel towards the end of the season, I will buy in. Until then, he's just another quarterback that's had a couple of good games throughout a relatively bad season. I'm not rewarding him for subpar performances. That's from Mike. Mike, uh, appreciate the email. Um, what else do we have here? This is uh, from uh, Dusty who says, Joe Barry on the hot seat in regards to Joe Barry. He was one that I questioned after hearing his history as a defensive coordinator. While I struggle with Barry and the defensive troubles as a whole can't be completely on him. Certain aspects like coaching, aggressiveness, tackling, uh, DBs being 5 to 10 yards off the line of scrimmage when, only, when you only need two yards for a first down. The defense is holding up throughout the game. I think there needs to be some blame on the offense and special teams as well. This year uh, is more the offense and special teams. As of late, the offense has played better, been able to sustain some drives, put points on the board, especially in the first half, first quarter of games against Detroit. That was the most aggressive we had seen this defense in a while. Sacks, forced fumbles, giving the offense shorts fields. I think his seat will always be warm, and at times it'll get hot, but it only it is only when it gets really hot that he's going to find his way to either temper the heat or out the door. That is from Dustin listening to us in spring green. Dustin, appreciate the email. Good stuff. Uh, and this one is from uh, Richard who says, uh, the reason Barry needs to go is because – there are, su- uh, there are successful, They are successful against awful offenses. The only quality offenses we have seen are Detroit and the Chargers. Detroit scored 34-22. 30, uh, uh, the second game should be more credited to Barry. The Chargers fumbled at the 5. Keenan Allen dropped two passes inside the 5, and Quentin Johnson dropped a short touchdown. If not for the self-inflicted wounds of the Chargers, They would have scored over 30. We can't keep giving up 350 or more yards and expect good results. When we do that against quality offenses, we will get smashed. That is from Richard. I can kind of go along with that mentality. You can't give up 350, 400 yards and expect to win games all the time. However, remember, when your defense comes on the field, they give up a drive. But towards the end of that drive, either one, somebody drops a pass, which it happens, or they get they turn up the, the pressure in the red zone and they get a fumble, that's a positive thing. The defense did their job. You, 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 there, nobody says you have to hold teams to 350 yards of offense. What they said is you have to hold teams to under 20 points per game of scoring on average to be in the top 10. You know? Um I mean, the way, D, the, the way the Steelers have won is basically because of their defense, not because their defense has been stout, but it's because their defense has created turnovers. They've been able to dial up the pressure at the right time. Now, the other aspect of that is if Detroit comes out on the field, gets a couple of plays, goes 30, 40 yards, racks that up, and then all of a sudden – the Packers get a turnover, a short field, two, three plays later, they score, and they give the ball right back to Detroit. Detroit's obviously going to have more bites at the apple to garner more yards. But the defense is the one that set up the offense to give them a short field and or scoring opportunities. So the, the Detroit game's a little bit of an anomaly because of the turnovers, because of what the defense actually created, if that makes sense. So I, I'm just, you know, Kind of given both sides of all of this. Uh Steven said, if the Packers play zone, Travis is going to have 150 yards, Travis Kelsey. He's going to find any soft spot and sit, and Patrick Mahomes will find him every single time. It's got to be uh it's got to be zone that has a like shadow on him, if that was how they tried to attack them. If you have to hit him coming off the line every play just to make him hurt, do it. He's not fully healthy. Don't try to hurt him, but make him feel it each and every play. That is from Steven talking about covering Travis Kelsey coming into this contest. I don't I don't know if I don't know if I'd hit him every play, but I certainly am not going to give him more than a two yard cushion. You know? You can chuck him, try to take him off. Put it this way if you're gonna hit him. You're going to have to do it with somebody on his same physicality level because you're not going to run uh, a smaller safety up there or a a converted safety who used to be a corner who's going to suddenly play one-on-one with Travis Kelsey. That ain't going to happen. Big, physical, strong, run you over. Run you over. If you're going to hit him and disrupt him, do it with Engabari off the line of scrimmage. And then just release him after that into the zone. Maybe you do that. But that's the way that I mean other otherwise it's that's the way it's yeah, that's One of the only ways you're really gonna disrupt him. You know? Uh 877 867 Uh this one is from Marks who who says Jordan is probably going to leave Green Bay. I don't think he likes cold weather and he probably already has made up his mind that he's going to leave after next year. It's hard to find anybody who likes the cold. You know what warms him up, Mark? Money. I don't believe that. I look, I believe that nobody likes the cold. But if you're gonna eliminate cold weather cities and cold weather outdoor games, where are you gonna go? You're not going to New York, either team. You're not going to Buffalo, either team, you're not going to Philadelphia, you're not going to go to Kansas City. Kansas City when it gets to this point in time of the year. They you know, look at the look at the the Bills the other night playing in the muck and the cold and blech, down in Philadelphia. There's there's only a handful of places you're gonna go if you're gonna eliminate cold weather spots. Now going to Chicago, right? Not gonna go there. You play in a dome in Detroit, you play in a dome in Minnesota, but then again you're in a division that has two other teams that play outdoors in the cold. I mean, the only one would be the what, AFC South? Okay, maybe you go down and resurrect your career, or I don't even say want to say resurrect. I would say maybe you go down and start phase two of your career in Tampa Bay, Atlanta. But you go where the money is. You know, Rogers stayed here damn near his entire career. Favre stayed here damn near his entire career. Reggie White came here when free agency opened. Charles Woodson came here. They all said they hated it and then they got here and they loved it. New England? Not gonna go to New England. You you don't pick a destination because of weather. You pick a destination where you're going to excel, earn money, who's gonna pay you. And then if it comes down to equal on all sides, then maybe you can choose the, the warm weather team. But beyond that, you're not you're not picking it because of your weather choice. That's that's not happening. It's not like you can Zoom call it in, you know. <laughs> you still have to play in cold weather. And let's be honest, you, from here on out, you're going to have, what, 40 degrees and a little bit of rain, 30 degrees, a little bit of rain on Sunday. And you only have, what, two more games in cold weather, right, if you're the Packers? Two more games at home? If I'm not mistaken, I – I I don't, I don't think you're, uh, you're not, the the games in Green Bay, let's see here, you've got the Chiefs, uh, the Buccaneers will be at home on December 17th, and then the Bears are home at January 7th, that's it, and that's really the only real, quote, cold weather games you're going to face, two, no, come on, Green Bay, Lambeau Field, the history of the franchise, you don't want to leave that. Not, you're not gonna go, uh, I'm going off to Miami or I'm gonna go off to Tampa Bay because I don't want to play for the franchise that has a cold weather city. That's not happening. Not at all. 877-867-1670. When we come back on hear from uh, inside the locker room, I'm gonna get into that, some of the discussions from your wideouts, uh, running backs, want to hear from those guys. Stay tuned. We got more of the Bill Michael show. It's all coming. This is the Bill Michael Show. On the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network,
1: the all-new Potawatomi Casino Hotel has something you gotta see: play more slots and games, and you could say "Show me the money" to reveal up to ten grand each Thursday. Eight hundred thousand in prizes is up for grabs. Forty winners each week. This October and November at Potawatomi, Milwaukee. When you're ready to win, just say "Show me the money." More info at PaysBig.com. Must be 21 years old and a club member to play.
2: Everywhere you look, from groceries to utilities to gas, prices keep going up. Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin can dramatically help lower your energy costs year-round by replacing drafty windows and doors in as little as six weeks. And now you can save even more by taking advantage of no interest and no down payment for up to 36 months when you order by November 30th. Bring the love of Wisconsin's outdoors in through the beauty and quality craftsmanship of Pella Windows and Doors. Whether you're updating or upgrading the look and comfort of your home, Pella has extensive lines of customizable options to meet your needs and your budget. Replacing drafty windows and doors can dramatically lower your energy costs. Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin offers some of the most energy-efficient windows in the industry. 0% interest and no down payment for up to 36 months when you order by November. 30th. Set your free in-home consultation today at
1: PellaWI.com. Barbecue
0: lovers, listen up, or maybe you know somebody who is. Think about Burn Pit Barbecue. They have a gift box. As a matter of fact, uh, one of the gift boxes that I have, that I bought, uh, we're going to be using in one of our Gift baskets uh, for our party coming up in a, uh, next weekend. Not this weekend, but next weekend, So, uh, which uh, a lot of people like. So going to use uh, some of that as giveaways, but I uh, love Burn Pit Barbecue. I got so much of it. In the, in the, when I was cleaning out the pantry the other day, I got so much of it. I love that everything's militarily themed, of course, but they have a sweet and spicy barbecue sauce that is out of this world. BurnPitBBQ.com. They are veteran-owned, based right here in Wisconsin. They ship everywhere, but go to burnpitbbq.com. That is burnpitbbq.com. That's burnpitbbq.com. A.J. Dillon uh, talking about the Kansas City defense and, uh, you know, lining up against them.
3: You know they got a really active defense. They got a couple, uh, obviously, big key players over there, and you know I think they do a really good job at you know just kind of keeping everybody a threat. Uh, It's not just like one guy blitzing, or it's not just one guy making an impact. I think they have a lot of guys, and I think they have like 30-something sacks, 30-something sacks in the year. So they do a lot of different things, and they got a lot of players who can do a lot of different roles.
0: One thing he mentioned
3: about the sacks
0: is that when you're a running back uh, and you're going up against this defense, you've got to be able to block, and he talks about the blitz pickup.
3: It's always important as a running back, a blocking unit um, in the past game, to kind of have good identification of who may or may not come with a team like this who brings some stuff kind of from out wide, um, which most teams tend to not do as frequent. Um, it's just important to be locked into all that stuff.
0: You got to notice it, and he said, "Look, uh, it's it's not easy because Spagnolo will bring it from many
3: different areas."
0: But he said they can do this.
3: We've gone against some teams that have similar, if not the, even more, pressure. I think we played the Vikings, and they were like seventy percent pressure. It was wild, but you know it's good training to have, and you know just staying awake and being prepared and out there is the biggest key.
0: So, much like I would assume the fans on the outside, inside that locker room, first it was kind of a growing, you know, let's just kind of get our, our feet under us type of season. you coming out of all the stuff in the offseason with Rodgers and everything, and you just kind of want to get Jordan Love acclimated, and it starts out slow, and then you get a little bit of, you get a win, you get a little bit of steam, you start to play a little bit better, all of a sudden you beat Detroit, and now there's a lot of talk again about postseason. So is the outlook now different inside that locker room? Now that you are, now that every game is going to matter when it comes to fighting for a, a birth and a postseason
3: looks no different to us, to me. You know, we take it one week at a time. I think it's more just for everybody else feeling better sitting down when they go to Twitter. They feel a lot better <laughs> looking at it. But it's crazy. I mean, we always believed. you know, we just keep stacking the wins, keep stacking momentum. You know, everybody was ready to abandon ship. Now everybody's on the bandwagon. So, you know, we just keep it going, stay even keel, never get too high, never get too low. Um, just keep putting the work in and, you know, hopefully that produces results.
0: It's about exactly what you expected. When it came to that answer, if he turned around and went, you know, now we're involved, you know, now we're in it. Then he'd be crucified. But you, it's got to add extra energy. Right. It's got to be it's got to be a little more exciting coming to work going, man, you know, you're still your scoreboard watching a little bit. You got to take care of what's in front of you. He's 100 percent correct. But now you're kind of going, oh, maybe, you know, hey, we got a shot here. Let's do this. Uh, so he also said, look, prime time, another one, you know, you go from 33 million people watching you on Thanksgiving Day. And now you're going into a Sunday night primetime
3: game against Kansas City. So the primetime games—they're just cool. You know, in the years past, we played in a bunch. Uh, I think this is our first one this year. So it's always awesome playing in those primetime games, those big games. And, you know, I'm excited for a lot of the young guys. It's their first opportunity in a game like this. So this is what like you dream of when you start playing in the NFL. You want those primetime games. And so, like I said, for a lot of these guys, it's their first one. So happy they get to, you know, experience that.
0: So over the last two, three weeks, as we've started to notice uh, a growth, we've all noticed that, whether it's play calling
3: or just execution, what, what has been working over the last three weeks? I think we're just starting to figure out ways to win at the end of games, figured out ways to make those plays when we need them. You know, there's still things that you look at the last game, we can get better. That's how it is. I mean, we got a team that, you know, is young, but a team that's learning at a rapid rate. A lot of people are really hungry to make their mark in this league and, you know, are stepping up and growing at a really fast rate.
0: Uh, and then, uh, you know, obviously he hasn't been practicing. He's got the groin issue that was uh, listed yesterday. So the question is okay, with the groin issue, are
3: you even going with as thin as they are at running back right now, are you going to even be able to go? Hey, I'm going to be as good as I can be. But yeah, you know, I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm always tough it out and I'll be there when I can. Meanwhile, Jaden Reed, who also is a little bit
0: nicked up with a, ch- with a chest injury, he was asked what has helped the receivers most to improve from the beginning of the season to where we are today?
4: Definitely like meeting on Tuesdays with each other. Like I said, we've been doing that the past few weeks. I want to say uh, we started it uh, Minnesota week, maybe. And uh, I just think that helped tremendously just us understanding where everyone is coming from. Uh, we're seeing everything from the same eye when we go out there and play our opponent. And uh, that's definitely, I think, is the main reason uh, we show development the way we prepare. Like, you know, we practice hard. We are doing much better executing. Small little penalties aren't happening as much anymore, so it's definitely that. Think about that, they start
0: on their own, on their own, the wide receivers started meeting, going back to the game against Minnesota. And now remember, Tuesdays, like he said, we meet on Tuesdays, that's their day off. So on their day off, and I don't know where they're meeting specifically, but I don't know if they're going to somebody's house. I don't know if they're all coming into work. I don't know. But, you know, with those receivers meetings on Tuesdays, on their day off, he was asked how have the receivers only, by the way, nobody else, just the receivers, how have they really gotten in depth and helped this wide receiving core?
4: Just seeing everything from the same eye, you know, because, you know, at the end of the day, we're all going out there. And uh, just for us to be on the same page and understanding where everyone is coming from, that that helps the offense tremendously.
0: So has that – helped as everybody else is trying to figure out what they're supposed to do wide receiver wise has that then taken it to the next level and thus helped them connect with jordan love
4: nah we i'm i'm in here every single day pretty much um yeah so i don't really i can't think of a day i'm not here
0: okay so then the next question you ask is oh dude um you got to take some time for yourself you got to you got to break a little bit you know you got to you know spend the day you know going out to a restaurant or doing a little shopping or sitting at home just you know sleeping in I mean whatever it happens to be but it, you know if, if he's meeting on Tuesdays and he's there all the time does he ever take a day off no
4: nah, we I'm I'm in here every single day pretty much um, yeah so I don't really I can't think of a day I'm not here
0: That being said, uh, it is one of the reasons probably why he has progressed in the offense, and he has gotten so familiar and gotten so many looks and such. But um, even though he's a second-round pick and was not coming in uh, with the the speed cred of a Christian Watson or the leaping ability, uh, you know, wingspan and such, but is he surprised how quickly he's become kind of a key to the offense as a rookie?
4: I'm just grateful to be here. Um, I have a higher higher standard than where we are right now, so we definitely, I'm loving the improvement, and uh, we just got to finish strong, finish stronger than we started. Uh, Which, 100%
0: agree. (laughs) You want to continue to get better, and you want to finish stronger than you started, and hopefully injuries don't take their toll. Now, the last question is, are those Tuesdays, those receiver-only meetings, is that also an opportunity to get a jump start on what is about to be, you know, kind of gone over for the next opponent when it comes to game planning
4: and, you know, adjustments and such. I mean, yeah, just spending time with each other really and, you know, reading their defense, seeing how their defense run things, seeing how we can attack it. Um, So that's what I think the main thing is. So
0: there you go. That's uh, that's A.J. Dillon and uh, Jane Reed, uh, and both very positive. Both things very good right now. Things are trending in the right direction for both. So uh, excited, yes, of course. Just hopefully they can uh, they can kind of pull it all together and uh, have a really really good showing coming up on Sunday night. Hey, by the way, before uh, we we you know kind of take a quick break, I want to remind you about my friends at the Social House H A U S Social House uh, on Lisbon Road, Menominee Falls. They got a Christmas party coming up to say thanks to all their their you know all their patrons and such, and in addition to that, they have great breakfast. They remind you uh, that on Sunday morning, hey, you can come and spend the entire day there if you choose to do so. But great breakfast on Sunday morning. They obviously have many televisions in the place to watch the games, but more so than anything, it's just a it's a great place, great people in, in general. Always been a big fan of the Social House and everything they have going on over there. Social House H A U S. Lisbon Road and Menominee Falls. Stop in and tell Dan and his wife Allison and the whole gang over there. Like I said, just good people. You can stop in and tell them we said hi. That's a uh, social house. West Lisbon Road, Menominee Falls, good people and even better food. By the way, the uh, mashed potato bites and that Tiger Burger. Oh, yeah, that's the real deal. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is The Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Oh, yeah. Welcome back to the program. Good Thursday. Tonight, little uh, Robert's specialty meat, chicken. Maybe I uh, even throw some ribs on a stick on the grill tonight. Oh, yeah. That's not a bad way to go. Big salad. A couple of beverages. Decorating the tree. Watching some football. Oh, it's a night from heaven, isn't it? Oh, that's my night. Robert's Specialty Meets Waukesha. Go to robertsspecialtymeatswaukesha.com. And uh, they are talking, or not talking, they are taking your orders right now for Christmas. So if you have, if you're looking for turkeys or hams, whatever it happens to be, uh, even if you want to do like an Al Capone roast or a tenderloin or something, he's taking the orders right now. Uh, They have it. I mean, you can go out and get it now, but you don't want to do that. You want to wait till Christmas. But they're taking the orders right now. So go to robertsspecialtymeatswaukesha.com. Roberts Specialty Meets Waukesha.com on Sunset Drive in Waukesha, and it is by far worth the trip. And even if you're heading down there maybe this weekend on Saturday to go pick up all of your fare for tailgating at Lambeau coming up on Sunday. So think about that as well. But that's the kind of night it is for me here in the house. Roberts specialty meets Waukesha.com Time now
1: for the ever-popular Buy Yourself. Been looking forward to this for three and a half hours now, Bill. <laughs> I got a, <laughs> I got a couple really easy football ones for you. Uh, these aren't okay. going to be too convoluted and crazy. Let's start. Hey, with the I just want to let you know. Uh, i yes. want to tell you something real quick. Yes. And this is just for
0: the rest of you listening to the program. I'm sorry, I, I can't really share this with you, but for Grant, uh, I just got a note back from our friends at Stennis from the Wings. They are uh, they are shipping 200 wings to the party
1: <laughs> next week. Garlic
0: Parm, mild and hot and honey.
1: Well, that doesn't sound. Let you know that doesn't sound yeah, like it's any that doesn't good at all.
0: Sounds like I'm gonna have to go down and do a tasting on Saturday. I'm just gonna have to go check it out. Oh, Shoot. it j- it literally just came across my phone. I'm like looking at it, I'm like oh, and now I'm now I'm hungry. Now I'm even hungry. So I was hungry when you right. started
1: talking about what you're doing tonight. I'm like, well, maybe I'll drive over. What the hell, you know, it's yeah, not that far. I'm
0: uh, I'm excited. I I'm just it's just I I can't wait for tonight. Don't get me wrong, I mean, I get off the air, I got work to do and some meetings and such, but I just, I can't wait for tonight. I just can't wait. By the way, Matthew says, what's the update on the mouse infestation? Have not seen one. The buckets came. I have not captured a mouse in the bucket yet, but I have not not seen one. No dropping since the guys left. And there is so much uh, uh, bait fortress around this house now that uh, I, I don't, you know, I, I'm probably toxic and should wear a hazmat suit around people, and I don't care. I'm good with that. But no mice so far. No poop anywhere, whether it's from the mice or me. So there you have it. All right, let's do this.
1: We're buying Stenny's, selling mice. Okay, I just, I'm keeping track here. Yes. I just got to get all this yes. written down. Let's start with the Jets, because we mentioned him yesterday. I just want your opinion on this. I'm, I'm curious as to how you feel. Aaron Rodgers is back. He's practicing. Robert Sala says he's been cleared for functional football activities. I've never heard that phrase before. Buy or sell, Bill. Even if Rodgers doesn't play in another game this season, there's no hurt in him coming back, practicing, being around the team. Buying that. yeah, I, I completely agree. Um,
0: it The only person it would hurt would be Aaron Rodgers if he comes back and does something to re-injure the Achilles. But, but by the way, let me say this. And I know you had the sound from the guys in WFAN and the Yes Network. How they don't believe that he really tore his Achilles? Yeah, I went back and watched that video. Remember watching that calf muscle snap? And that's the Achilles flying up under the calf muscle. Yeah, and and it's almost like uh, one of those window screens that you pull down on and then you let go and it goes flying up. And goes, that that's what those those tendons do. They snap and fly up to the lo- the the anchored point. That's what that was. So I. I don't know how anybody could say he didn't have a torn Achilles. I Maybe it was a very clean surgery, a very healable surgery. I have no idea. Maybe it didn't tear in the middle. Maybe it just literally ripped off the bone and they just reattached it. But I, he, I can't stop science, I guess, right? But I believe he had the torn Achilles. I'm not going to say that
1: he didn't. I'm sure there's degrees to an Achilles tear, ones that are a cleaner recovery. But but still, I mean, sure. this is unprecedented. I, I just, you know, all, all these Packers fans want to get up Rodgers' butt yesterday because he's back at practice. Like, well, there's no harm in him coming back and slinging the ball unless you really want to go anti-Rodgers and be like, well, he's taking practice reps away from Zach Wilson. Then I right. I guess you could argue that, but that seems like a little bit of a reach. Okay, we're on the same page there. I just want to Buy All right, let's talk about tonight, Thursday Night Football. Cowboys are hosting the Seahawks. And the Cowboys, Bill, are hot. And Dak Prescott is hot. He has 17 passing touchdowns over his last five games, and he's having probably the best season of his career. Buy or sell if Dallas wins tonight, convincingly. And Dak looks awesome. We wake up tomorrow morning, Bill, and Dak Prescott is the NFL's leading MVP candidate. Mm hmm
0: Over Jalen Hurts? Yeah. Uh, I am going to see. Well, I'll buy that. Here's the reason why. I'll buy that. Okay. Because, and bear with me here, because he gets all the criticism. And that's all they talk about. Cowboys, 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 Jerry Jones, cowboys, 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 Jerry Jones, Dak Prescott, Cowboys, Cowboys, Cowboys. That's all you hear. Dak Prescott right now, when you talk about overall yardage in the National Football League, he's thrown for 2,917 yards, 21 touchdowns, 9 picks, 96.3 quarterback rating. The leading passer right now, believe it or not, 11 games in, 19 touchdowns, 6 picks. He's uh, thrown for 2,800 yards, 28, almost 2,900. The leading passer in the National Football League is? Who would you say? the leading passer the leading passer rating in the National oh. Football League is and oh, Dak no. Prescott's also played in 11 games I'm not so sure this guy has played in 11 games he's got a completion percentage that's better than Dak Prescott he's thrown for 64 yards less than Dak Prescott he's thrown four touchdowns less than Dak Prescott but has the same amount of interceptions as Dak Prescott and his quarterback rating is five 3, uh five point or four point nine points higher
1: Jared Goff? Brock Purdy. Ah.
0: Brock Purdy. And Purdy has beaten Prescott. So I'm going to say yes because Dak Prescott's having a hell of a season. But how in the world nobody's talking about Brock Purdy right now? I have no idea. And when you look at the overall quarterback rating, Jared Goff is 96.9. Lamar Jackson's 98.4. C.J. Stroud is at 100.8, followed by – then you got Russell Wilson, Tua, Kirk Cousins before he went down with injury. But you don't get to Jalen Hurts until at number 12 with a quarterback rating of 94.3, 18 touchdowns, but Jalen Hurts has thrown 10 picks. So, I agree with you. How does Dak Prescott not get into that conversation? He's forced his way in. But the guy that's getting no love – I mean, none – is Brock Purdy. And their team – short of the three losses that they took in a row which was a little bit of a hiccup if they come back and win again in this big game coming up on the road against Jalen Hurts and company on Sunday night if Dak Prescott we talk about tomorrow being the guy and yet San Francisco wins on Sunday then you better damn well be sure that we better be talking about Brock Purdy come Monday
1: this is a weird MVP year. This is a really weird yeah. MVP year, and and it's okay. I, by the way, you talk about a talk about a breakdown to a question. <laughs> yeah. 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 Hell yeah. You um, you know, you can say buy on on Dak Prescott being a leading MVP candidate without being the world's biggest Dak Prescott fan. It's not like you're saying he's the best, and and everyone in the NFL right. is playing catch up. It, it's just you know, Jalen Hurts had a lot of turnovers to start the year. His stats have not been great. Um, this is going to be really interesting final month of the season to see how the MVP yeah, race I agree. shapes up. Buy or sell. One more. Packers-Chiefs Sunday. Just play a little mental game with me here, Bill. Let's fast forward. Let's say we wake up on Monday, and I tell you, Bill Michaels, the Packers won yesterday. They beat Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs at Lambeau. Buy or sell, you would tell me, oh, well, Christian Watson must have went off. The reason that the Packers would win this game, buy or sell, is that Christian Watson builds on what he did last week and has a true wide receiver one-type performance. Oh, God. Someone needs to get open against those corners, make plays against yeah. that defense. Uh, I'll buy that.
0: Christian Watson, if they're going to win this game and you're going to tell me that the offense is clicking, I'm going to say Christian Watson has 110 yards and two touchdown catches.
4: Ooh.
1: That's what I like to hear.
0: Yeah. he uh, Because he's going to have to. They're going to have to give him some more confidence, go to him. And between him and Tucker Craft, uh, Jaden Reed, a little bit nicked up because of the chest injury. Romeo Dobbs, maybe he ends up with 75 yards, maybe a touchdown. But I, I think you're going to have to have a big game out of Christian Watson for the for the Packers to win this
1: contest. And they might not have a running game. The, the Chiefs stuff the run well, and the Packers don't run the ball well as it is. And the Packers could be without – they're going to be without Aaron Jones. They're going to probably, maybe, possibly be without A.J. Dillon. We'll see. You know, Mike told us about an hour and a half ago that – uh, um, what's his name? Uh, James Robinson getting a lot of yeah. touches and Patrick Taylor. So, it might come down to Christian Watson being a stud and going and getting them a couple big plays in a couple yards. I'm excited to watch and, and see what he can do and maybe he can build on what he did on Thanksgiving. I'm looking forward to it.
0: Can't wait. Can't wait. Is that it? Is that our full buy or sell?
1: That's all I got.
0: I got three. Easy. That was fantastic. Easy. And you've been waiting all day for that. You've been giddy. I've been sitting here on pins and needles. Giddy. There you go. Let's do this. We're going to take a quick break. We'll come back. We got some what do we miss, and then we're going to get out of here. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show coming up next. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network.
2: Everywhere you look, from groceries to utilities to gas, prices keep going up. Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin can dramatically help lower your energy costs year-round by replacing drafty windows and doors in as little as six weeks. And now you can save even more by taking advantage of no interest and no down payment for up to 36 months when you order by November 30th. Bring the love of Wisconsin's outdoors in through the beauty and quality craftsmanship of Pella Windows & Doors. Whether you're updating or upgrading the look and comfort of your home, Pella has extensive lines of customizable options to meet your needs and your budget. Replacing drafty windows and doors can dramatically lower your energy costs. Pella Windows & Doors of Wisconsin offers some of the most energy efficient windows in the industry. 0% interest, and no down payment for up to 36 months when you order by November 30th. Set your free in-home consultation today at
1: PaloWI.com.
0: Do not forget that uh, the outdoors has now come in. Our outdoor time, our sitting in the sun, sitting in the warmth, enjoying the outdoor has now become the indoors. Doesn't mean you can't enjoy the indoors, whether it's upgrading the bar, bar stools, maybe uh, putting a shuffleboard in the house, whether it's a small one or a big regulation one or a pool table, same thing, small one, big regulation one. Uh, or if maybe you do enjoy the outdoors and you want to put a new fire pit out there, whether it's gas burning, wood burning, whatever that happens to be, they have patio heaters, grills, accessories, but everything for the indoors, including darts, dartboards, table games, and all the accessories and a huge showroom filled with this stuff that you can see it today and either walk out with it today or get it tomorrow and they can come and set it up and do everything for you. So that's our friends at Master Z's on Blue Mound Road in Brookfield. It is worth the drive and the look especially this time of year 262-746-5931 262-746-5931 that is master z's on blue mound road in
1: brookfield good good stuff all right before we get out of here it's time what do we so a college football thing, you know, Bill, we were talking about the size of the playoffs yesterday and we we're talking about the NCAA tournament uh, to begin the show or I guess at the end of the morning show this morning. You were nice enough to chime in and, and help us argue with Rowdy on that topic, which I appreciate <laughs> by the way. Uh, thank you. You know, the, the problems in college football often stem from the lack of a governing body. But the NCAA, they announced a rule change earlier today that I think will really help things. Uh, they have banned. <laughs> they have adopted legislation oh, to ban uh, photo shoots during unofficial visits. And they say this will give schools and athletes more time to form a decision based on athletics, blah, blah, blah. But, yeah, they got rid of photo shoots. So the NCAA, they are really being productive today. What the hell does that have to do with anything? Nothing. It has nothing to do with absolutely anything. I was reading this story. I'm like, why is this is what the NCAA does? This is what they spend their time on? So are the schools setting up formal photo
0: shoots to say that if this guy then signs, they have him in their garb? Is that what they're doing?
1: I don't know. They announced FBS committee members say that schools may not arrange for photographs or uh, for a photographer to accompany prospective student athletes. They can't have it which thank god I've been saying this for years you know me bill I've been anti photo shoot for years yeah can't get a burger for a kid can't take a picture what's no. wrong with taking a picture jesus no
0: that's um you know I, I get it when they they bring camera crews around because maybe there's some things privately the, the because you're talking about guys that are coming out of high school maybe you don't want to reveal or don't want to say you're not polished yet i understand that but a photo shoot Now, you know, look, if you want to put a guy in your jacket and take a picture of him, say, standing in the middle of Camp Randall, who cares? That's no big deal. But if you set up a formal, he's going to stand in the white room, put on all the pads, put on all the, put the jersey and all that, yeah, that's a bit much. It's a guy that hasn't even decided to come there yet. So, eh, okay, I get that. But, but yeah, this leaves more to, first of all, it's pressure. Secondly, this leaves more time for the the prospect perspective you know the kid to walk around campus and see and meet and talk and rather than being chased down by a, i don't know yeah. it, it, it seems like if it's it's and it's been i was never recruited to that extent cuz it was just a different time but it just you know you went you visited you shook hands you met boosters People that gave you that wink, wink and a nod of, you know, what you can do and what they expect out of you and how much you're going to help the program. And they kiss your ass and you feel like a king and and you go home, you know, but photo shoots. OK, I, I don't get it, but all right.
1: I'm just glad the NCAA is focused on what matters. I have a here's here's a question, though. Yeah. Who is benefiting?
0: What school is benefiting by a photo shoot? I don't know. You know? Oh, they got a better photographer than we do. Our photographer captures everything. He captures the essence of the being. You know, I mean, come on. It's
1: Don't they just cares. probably have grad assistants do it anyways? Like somebody from the graphic yeah. design department, like exactly. has an internship with the athletic. It's all student Somebody's labor. walking anyways. around with
0: a phone, capturing everything. Oh, okay. Who cares? All right.
1: Well, uh, I have an NBA stat or two for you. So <laughs> the Bucks play tonight. They play the Bulls. Uh, but our rival to the East, the Pistons. The Pistons have now lost 15 straight times in the month of November. They play the Knicks tonight, which will be their last chance to get a win. That would make it 16 straight losses in the month of November. Here's another stat. I had to check that this is actually real. The Pistons lost 23 of their last 25 games last season, and they have lost 16 of their first 18 games this season, and that tracks to four wins since Valentine's Day. 2023, earlier this year. Holy crap. Holy crap is right. <laughs>
0: yeah. Holy crap.
1: Uh, I mean,
0: wow. That, uh, you know, here's the thing. You have got the Tigers stunk. The The Lions are what they have to grab onto right now. Michigan football, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you go by the University of Michigan. The Pistons suck. And the Red Wings are... Mid-pack in the Atlantic. They, they don't have much to cheer for over there in, in Detroit. I mean, it's it's all Lions and University of Michigan, and that's it. Otherwise, you're going to hear a lot of splashes as they all run to the West and just jump in Lake Michigan and just end it. So another that's terrible.
1: It's terrible. Another statistic in the 2023 calendar year, the Lions have more wins than the Pistons. Lions have 10 wins and the Pistons (laughs) have nine wins, which, okay, sure, doesn't sound that wild until you consider the Lions have played 13 games and the Pistons have played 68.
0: Yeah. And the other thing I go back to just it was just a few years ago, they had Drummond in the lineup and they had a pretty decent couple of guards around them, and they had a lot of optimism. And Blake. And it just it, – it went all – Yeah, you know, Blake Griffin was there. It just all went to hell. Like, they just – they just fell off a cliff. I, it wasn't even like, ah, there's a little bit of a downturn, and, you know, you lose a few more, lose a few more. It's just the Pistons were relevant and then gone. I mean, just gone. There's no bad boys of Detroit. There's no winning in Detroit. There's nothing. It just – Pistons just suck. They're just gone. So, man. Uh, that's why – your Lions fans, that's why they turn out in droves right now, because that's the only winning thing they got to latch on to, short of the University of Michigan. There's still, there's still a lot of Flyer fans over there, and the Flyers flyers at least have a winning record at this point, I believe, but, uh, but yeah, they don't have much over there.
1: That's about all we missed. I, you know, our listeners don't know this. We did argue for about 20 minutes before the show. I wanted to dedicate a whole hour to how bad the Pistons are, but you said, no, Grant, that's ridiculous. We'll just... We'll talk about it at the end. So that's we needed to get that in before the end of the show. It's just some of those numbers are so hard to believe. I don't really care about the Pistons, but I'm like, I, th- there's no way this is real. They've been that yeah. bad now for that long. Uh, by the way, one other Cristiano
0: Ronaldo. Did you see this? The one billion dollar class action suit. No. Yeah, uh, the class action suit over the cryptocurrency exchange. Oh. For or NFTs. For the uh, non-fungible tokens or whatever, Uh, yeah, Uh, he is a part of the class action suit. He's been named to this because he was a big proponent of the crypto and the Binance. And so his name is now one on the top of the list of the class action lawsuit, wanting a billion dollars back for what they're claiming to be false information uh, from a lot of these athletes that were promoting this as a way to be paid. So there you go. That just crossed the wire, too. That'll do it. Tomorrow, 20 hours from now it'll be a Friday. Ah, oh, it'll be a Friday. We're going to enjoy ourselves. It'll be a fun Friday. Don't forget our big uh, big day tomorrow because Jerry Kramer is going to be here. I can't wait to talk to Jerry tomorrow. Till we talk again, 20 hours from now, time for us to go. Have a go. Whoop.